0: You're listening to The Great to Greater podcast with Tiffany Rufino, where we talk about all things business and life. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Great to Greater with Tiffany Rufino, and I am here with the mortal to my combat, Mr. Jeff. Say hello.
1: Hello, and I'm a little scared.
0: Yeah, well... Don't be scared. I've never not set you up for success. But Jeff has no idea what the topic is today. I decided to just play it uh, by ear. Um, As you guys know, I always say this. We don't script the show. But we have an idea of what the topic is prior to going into it. And so today I was like, "Mm, "Nah, we're not going to do that. Let's just get it off the cuff and uh, really make this conversation even more organic, if that's possible. Like now we're like certified organic about that. so uh, here's the scenario okay we're we're just gonna jump right in you have an anchor that was on a news channel for 25 plus years really loyal to the channel uh you know was there for pivotal moments uh loved by fans loved by the audience um and she had an opportunity because I, i would think like as a local news anchor there's only so much further you can go depending on what the direction of your career path is right you know like you can go behind the scenes and then rise the ranks that way or you make national news right and you go into like gma or uh like the today show and that sort of thing if they have openings and that's very slim to none and and that equates to the corporate world like you can only have one of a certain role so Sometimes when you realize that you have to either wait for the person to retire or no longer be on the earth, um, you decide, let me see what other opportunities there are. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, it happens a lot. It yeah. is. Um,
1: All you have to say was yes that, or no. No, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> well, it's
1: it's something that affects a lot of people, and I'm sure a lot of people listening are, are have been or are currently in that In that, in spot. that position, <clears> for
0: sure. And I think with this being a local news show and for 20 plus years being on there and being recognized by your community and being the trusted face of news that's brought to you and that sort of thing, you've built up a following. And um, there's there's got to be ambition, I would think, there after a while, especially being on TV and, and having that following and being that loved and trusted. So. The news anchor uh she had an opportunity to grow at a larger station and, and try something new different area and you know broaden her horizons for a bit you know she felt like she gave her all to this job and she, it was time for her to move on and let somebody else also move up in in what her role was and and move forward now what happened was is that she talked to her bosses talked to the station and the station said okay well then you can just go and they didn't let her say goodbye to the audience or like do a send-off for her or anything like that after 25 plus years they just um they had a statement that they wrote out that they asked one of the news anchors to read um the morning that they found out and they had to just blind read it on tv and move on with the day and it was very like we will miss her. We wish her well. She's no longer with the station and and moving on. So and so will be filling her spot like very cut and dry. Very corporate. Yeah, very corporate. Uh, and some of them, her colleagues found that to be um, unwarranted, cruel and uh, disrespectful for somebody who had given that much time to a role like that. Yeah. So. After this statement was read, her co-anchor, who was newer to the role, but he had worked with her for a long, you know, period of time, at least not as long as 25 years, but uh, for a couple years, he was very upset. And so he went rogue on the air. He was professional. He didn't say anything uh, derogatory or bad language or anything like that. However, he went on there and said that he didn't agree with the send off, that he felt that she deserved more and he was going to take that time to do that. And so he kind of paid homage to her. And not only that, he ended up, um, I think this was the following day after the statement was read, they ordered a plane to uh, have one of those banners fly around the station. And they showed that on there, like, we miss you and good luck and the news anchor's name. Then um, he got suspended for going rogue and doing that and then ultimately he got fired the following week. Yikes. So my question is as in any role I think but let, let's start with this one. Employee to employee if you've worked with an employee for a period of time where you know you, you've been through some things especially like I mean granted the news I would think would be a little more traumatic because of the things that they have to report on right but most of the time we spend the majority of our lives at work, if it's 40 plus hours a week. Um, you build relationships, it's natural. So if you see something happen to an employee where they're terminated, do you speak up if you are upset about it um, and you know risk losing your role and your career based on however you decide to approach it, first of all? Or do you stay quiet, let things be, and think, okay, the universe has a plan. It's not my job to interject myself in this plan right now, um, but I'm just going to keep this in the back of my mind based on what I just witnessed. Um, like, do you do you sacrifice your integrity for your career?
1: Good one. Um, I'm a loudmouth. I, um, in addition to being a loudmouth, I also um, like having what I call an inner circle when I'm at work. So there are people that I uh, I like to work with that I trust, that I um, that we lean on each other. And so if I see somebody in my inner circle being treated badly, I go scorched earth.
0: So let me ask you this. You say that you, people that you trust. Now, do you say trust in the sense of I trust them to take my workload if I have to call out sick today, or is it I trust them to come and watch my house and the dogs if I go away for a week?
1: This is a work trust. And, and sometimes a work trust can also be a personal trust. Like you, you like you said, you, you spend a lot of time with people. But for me... Um, it's people who when something needs to get done um you know you can you can count on that person to get it done you okay. don't have to you know a lot of times at work we there there are tasks where you say hey i want uh, i want I, I need this to get done it's very important and you give it to somebody and then you f- come to find out that you have to micromanage that person or you have to even though you're not their boss or, or their if you manager. wanted
0: it done you probably should have done it yourself. Correct.
1: Yeah. And so these are people who I can trust to get things not only get things done, but also to um to have my back to, you know, to if I'm if I forget something or if I'm not seeing something, they'll let, they'll be honest enough to let me know.
0: That sounds like a standard for a work relationship. So let let me just bring up It really our... isn't though. But for that that's kind of going back to our last episode, right? Of well not our last one, but a couple of episodes ago where we were talking about meeting the expectations of the role. Like I don't think that's going above and beyond if the goal of the team that you're on is to get a job accomplished. You,
1: you would be, well, in my experience, um You'd be surprised. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that you – I work in a, in a world of projects. So there's always stuff going on where uh, there's not customers coming my way, but there are tasks and deliverables. And you can't foresee everything. So sometimes there are things that happen that, you know, you have no control over. And you want you want to make sure that if you're not seeing that thing or if there's somebody else there – they can exercise the right judgment. They can do the right thing, that kind of thing. But, um, and I don't want to like belabor this too much because it's, it's a tangent. But the people that I keep around me are, are ones that I 100%, they may not do, the, like we may not think the same. They may have a different decision process. They may make a different choice than I would have made. But I 1000% trust them to make the right choice in that moment whether or not it's the same one that I would have made
0: okay so let me give our audience a little uh, background I think for just for clarity purposes Jeff and I always joke about you know um the empathy piece in, in our relationship when it comes to outsiders, not with each other, mm-hmm. um, in that my empathy percentage is probably a 100%, maybe 99%.
1: I would say it's about 153%.
0: Oh, that's very generous. Like, in, in life, yes. In work, I think it, it changes a little bit.
1: Yeah, I, okay. Uh, that's fair.
0: Okay, so, yeah. So I think outside of, like, career, yeah, I'm probably 154%. Um... <laughs> When it comes to work, I I tend to be a little more cautious, so I'd probably say maybe 90%. <laughs> you okay. know, it's pretty high up there on the empathetic uh, scale. With Jeff, um, family aside and uh, friends aside that are, are not work-related, Jeff is more analytical. And so we joke with him and then a friend of ours about uh, them always practicing empathy and so where it's a matter of do you have empathy or are you just practicing it i believe jeff is still practicing it at work and that it's not always like like he thinks it's 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 about a,
1: it's about a seven yeah i think that's fair six
0: yeah percent absolutely i could i could go for that um so my my challenge with your thought process on the trust factor is that i was talking about like these colleagues at the news station had worked together in traumatic experiences right mm-hmm. and this uh anchor her partner had <clears throat> taken up for her and ultimately lost his job for it would you be willing to lose your job for your co-workers
1: so that's i think why i have to qualify it and
0: so it f- depends on what the situation is is de- that what you're going to it depends say? on the Person. Or it so, depends on how much you care about the person. Well, for my inner circle... <laughs> or how and- much empathy you have for the situation.
1: <laughs> um, For my inner circle, I would um, definitely, 100%, lose my job for them. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that I don't think that they would put me in a position where losing my job would be... um unwarranted meaning if they were in a spot where i had to make that choice it's not their fault and it's the right thing to do there are a lot of people at my job that um or i say at my job but there are a lot of people that you could work with where if they're in that spot where maybe they've been there for x amount of years they might do something that you look at and you're like well I'm not going to put myself out there for this person because they're putting me in that position. It's really on them.
0: I think that there's so many factors that determine who that person would be, like like who fits the mold for that, right? So when you talk about your inner circle, you mean your inner work circle, correct? Correct. Not like your inner like friend and family stuff. No. Okay. No. So when I think about, like there's people that I've worked with that, We clicked immediately. We just built a bond or we, we, I mean, you know my work history. There's been traumatic things that have happened all through my work history, Mm -hmm. right? So the people that I've experienced that with, uh, I think it was Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock who said it best in that relationships don't work best under like traumatic or stressful situations or whatever. But sometimes in work they do because that just builds, you go through something together and it builds trust because you were both you both went through it you both came out the other end and and you supported each other through it so there's a tighter bond there even though it might be a short term working together right and then there's people that you've worked together for years with and everything is just seamless like you guys know each other like the back of each other's hand and you know when i move you move just like this and it just falls and it connects and it's just um like sometimes you're lost when that person takes a vacation because you're just like damn, my right hand isn't there, you know? Um, and so I think there's a difference in should something knock on would happen where maybe a leader or a manager makes a decision where that person is no longer with the organization where, yeah, you're going to get an emotion that's like, well, damn, I don't want, like, if they're not here, I don't want to be here, right? And if it's almost like you have a perception of what happened, but you may not know the other side of things. Um, and the person that you thought, You had this bond with or the person that you've worked together for years with you didn't realize may have been skimming off the top they may have done like something inappropriate or whatever so here you are sticking up for them and meanwhile they were doing the the person you thought you knew isn't the person you thought you knew right so then all of a sudden you find everything out after the fact and it's like ah i got pie on my face as i think you've said before (laughs) um the other part of it is that like this wasn't She had made the decision to leave this news anchor. She made the decision to leave. And when she gave the notice, the employers said, "Okay, you can leave now instead of, you know, the time frame that you gave us. It's going to be today. Um, So I don't know that it was necessarily it's not that she was like fired. They just ended the contract early. And yeah, I I think um, a better send off. Uh, could have happened. And I don't know if that was discussed. And the employers were just like, absolutely not. Like maybe they were hurt over it. And so they chose to act out that way. But um, now this anchor has lost his job. And the perception may be in the industry that if he doesn't like what is directed of him to do, he's going to go rogue. And now that's his whole um, legacy as a a young anchor in the business and in general over somebody who already had tenure and already had a job in place and was going to be fine and was fine with everything and how it transpired. Like she understands the business. And yet now he has no career. And so when it's something like that, I don't think that I would risk my career over that. And I think that this is the great resignation is still happening. Right. So, um, If anything, I was just reading an article on the Daily Mail right now, not that we won't go into legitimacy of (laughs) that part, but they were saying that it's even more so in September that the numbers are higher for the Great Resignation. And with people that are looking for um, just a company that gives them the basics of what people need right now, the whole thought of we are a family. In a company, and, and uh, you know, we treat each other like family and we're going to work together like family and we'll get through this, but yet either one could terminate the relationship like that with no divorce papers or anything. It's just, like, cut you off. Um, I don't think that if I was in a career that I loved that I had ambition for, that I would put myself on the spot like that and let my emotions override my judgment.
1: Um, to bring it, I mean, if we're talking about this weatherman, he, was just it, news anchor. News anchor.
0: Yeah. Not just a news anchor, but he was a well, news anchor. Okay, <laughs> is, so we're, yeah, if we're
1: talking about the news anchor, um I think you have to temper your reaction. Um the his colleague was going to greener pastures. She's probably okay. <laughs> you know. Well
0: also I think you nailed it, right? Like with you have to be conscious of your reaction because What if a news story comes up that you're extremely passionate about and you don't temper your reaction to it like this sets a precedent for how reliable Uh and consistent you are?
1: And, And proportionality is important. So if it was different, if it was that she had been there for 25 years and they just kicked her out and said, you don't work here anymore. Goodbye. Now we're talking like now we're okay. That's not right. Blah, blah, blah. But we didn't give you a send off. That's, I mean, not to put too fine a point on it. It's, it's not a cool thing to do. It's a jerky thing to do. But it's not uh we're firing you two days before your pension and you get nothing kind of thing.
0: Right. Right. Unless they did. And I don't know that part of it. Right. Because there's yeah. a part that we also don't know the full story <clears throat> of what going on behind the scenes. I think of like the morning show that we love to watch on Apple Plus um, sponsor us. And um, just like the things that is portrayed in front of the camera that we don't. And then we see the behind the scenes and we're like, oh, oh, oh. But Mm -hmm. then they go on camera like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Um, But if I bring that down to like, uh, you know, real world everyday life and, uh, you know, not like the glamorous television media part of it. And I think about leadership and leaders that I've had that have been terminated and, you know, I think I shared this in one of our first podcasts that you complain up, you don't complain down. So everything looks fine on the floor or in the office or in the store or wherever, you know, leadership is happening. And then all of a sudden, you know, the bigwigs come in the next day and the leader is being escorted out of the building. And this is a leader that is like, I'm like, wait, what's going on? Like, it almost looks like they're getting arrested, but they're just like, you know, leave everything so we could change your passwords and get the keys. Mm -hmm. And you're sitting there like, do I grab the goldfish and go with Jerry Maguire? Or do I just like stay here and stay with the people that still have a job? You know, and I need a job, too. But do I agree with how this just went down or do I agree with what this person stood for or do i find out more information before i run and go rogue with somebody who may have been like embezzling funds or laundering money or stealing stocks or had insider information and now all of a sudden i'm a out of a job and b hanging out with like you know a a federal criminal
1: (laughs) yeah um it's it's difficult and i i talk about um you know injustice and and if things are done, <clears throat> if things are done the right way, or if, if um, people are quote unquote made whole, um, but in a case of somebody leaving and you don't have enough information, there's another there's another aspect to this, and that's your family back home. Um, I would stand up for anybody in my inner circle. I would not sacrifice my family for anybody in my inner Mm -hmm. circle at work. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I would have to think about is, is the right thing that I'm doing something that I can come home to my family and say, this is a thing I felt I had to do and that's okay. Or is there a possibility that I come back and I'm like, oh, I messed up. I did this thing, but I didn't have all the information. And now we can't buy groceries.
0: Mm that's a good call too yeah how does it affect your family and is it a discussion prior or is it a a rash move where you just make that choice on the fly and go with your emotions like you know the news anchor did and i think about being a leader usually if you're in a leadership position we talked about quiet firing before right ideally when you're doing the right thing as a leader it shouldn't be a surprise if somebody is let go um not to the team, but I mean to that person, because at that point you'd have documented conversations, documentation about their behavior. And you know they know at that point that they're being let go, unless it was something extreme that happened on the spot that they're like instantly let go um, at that point. And so with that, as a leader, if if I had to document somebody based on something that you said that I've always, uh, that I, I stole from you is that, their behavior is an invitation to a conversation. um, I tell them that, you know, this information is not going to be shared with anybody because if it was, um, it's it's not their business. It's your behavior. Your behavior dictates what your reputation is going to be. So if anybody else finds out about this, it's because you shared it with them, not because I was going around telling them. You know, that, hey, you got written up and this is like your final warning and everybody look out and let me know, you know, um, I'm cheering you on. I'm hoping you succeed. Um, So as a peer to peer employee to employee, if you and I are, are working together and we're not married, we're just, hey, we've been working together for years. We have fun. Like even what we used to do in the recording studio, let's say we're just that's how we're paired up and we're having fun. And I get. Terminated, but you don't know about my write ups, and you just see that like I come in, I'm ready for work, I'm there on time, and I get called to the back, and they're like, Yeah, we just don't want to record with you anymore, you just can't work here anymore, and that sort of thing. And then you see me pack up my things and leave, and I'm not talking to you. Uh, your perception might be like, Hey, like that's messed up, like what the heck, you da 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 da. But and you might walk out with me because, like, forget this, I'm not working in this studio if this is the way that things are going to be, and that sort of thing. But then we go outside and you're like, what happened? And I'm like, yeah, no, I've been like, you know, messing around and messing up. And, you know, I did X, Y, Z. And then you're like, shoot, I just lost like a really great relationship with the business that, you know, uh, I had no problem with. But now I do because you had problems and you brought me into your problems because I cared too much about you because we are a family is like our whole mantra here. I would think that if there was a company that was doing things that were shady or, um, without integrity that there would be signs prior to somebody being let go that you would already know about that would help justify like you know what not only are they doing xyz that i thought were small things but now they let this person go and that's like a really big thing to me like i i can feel confident that i need to leave this place
1: um i think awareness is important um Oftentimes, we might be in a in a situation where we think our relationship with a person at work is solid, or we think that um, this person is really one way, but we we don't pay attention to signs. So I think that's really important um, communication, also, and um, paying attention to the communication style of a person, whether they're answering directly what you're asking them, if they're participating in a conversation, if they just tell you what you wanna hear.
0: Do you mean from a leader point of view or from like your inner circle or for everybody that you're working with in general?
1: Just interpersonal communications in general. I think it's important to have, um, or interpersonal relationships in in a, in a work environment. It's important to have good, um, I guess, I don't wanna say a judgment of character, but just awareness to what's going on. Because to your point, yes, when somebody's doing something that is, you know, how many places do you go to where um, you may get bad service and then you hear from somebody, oh yeah, we always have that problem with that person. Mm-hmm. But they say that and they might just be telling you as a customer, like not, not not that they're supposed to, or we always get complaints about this thing, but they might do that same thing walk out with Jerry Maguire when that person gets fired and forget that, oh, yeah, this person comes in late all the time or doesn't uh, do the thing they're supposed to do, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know?
0: Um, I think that I missed a point in referencing Jerry Maguire, which was a movie from the 90s. Yes. Um, I I apologize to our listeners. (laughs) So Tom Cruise plays a sports agent who um, most of his clientele gets uh taken away from him by like his competitor sports agent even though they work for the same agency and uh he's able to retain one one client and um tom cruise decides or jerry Maguire rather that he's going to start his own sports agency with this one player and so that's where he does this whole he tries he tries to get the company on board with like hey let's change the culture let's change the business let's care about our customers and he does this whole like what was it a not a mantra what am i trying to kids if
1: you hear them say (laughs) that somebody made a jerry Maguire speech that's what they're talking about
0: yeah just like a really passionate like come on let's do this and um after he sent it out to everybody and they read it they all kind of were just like yeah nah so he ended up um leaving the business and and asked the whole office like who's coming with me and He scoops the goldfish out of the tank and, you know, puts it in a bag and he's taking it and only one person goes with him and it's uh, the new woman that works there. And I think she was a secretary at the time and she was Mm going to help him in getting this business started. So that's what we mean by the Jerry Maguire reference. Great movie, actually. And I think it won some awards. Um, So anyway, that's what we kind of mean. Like, but in that sense, that wasn't so much that he was fired. Just everybody thought he was a kook and they weren't on his page because what they were doing had worked for so long. So why change it? Right. Um, where in this sense it was, I have a new career path or not even a career path. I have a new career opportunity. So, you know, thank you for the time. I'm going to, uh, here's my notice and I'm going to move on. And the company, you know, segues into peace out. (laughs) Um, I think on different levels it gets more intense. I think, um, you know, peer to peer in an employee, employee friendship, I think it's easier for like employees to stage a walkout. I see a lot of situations in, um, small businesses or even like small franchises where, you know, maybe it's too stressful because there's not enough employees for the amount of customers that are coming in or they're not getting paid enough or they want to unionize or they are unhappy with management because there's this one manager that just won't change and the company won't get rid of them or, you know, come in to alleviate the situation. So they stage a walkout and, you know, now there's creative ways of uh, leaving an organization where you have a singing acapella group that comes in and sings like, you know, I'm quitting the job in front of everybody. Uh, so I think on, on that level, it's it might be that they never Considered it a career. It was either a stepping stone or it was just a paycheck for now until I decide what my career is I think as you grow within a company, you know for the employees that decide to stay and decide You know, I want this to be my career path and I'm gonna promote and I'm gonna promote and promote um, The more that you get to know people the bigger your network is within the organization um, and the different levels that you start to interact with and Really, I just think it's the foundation that you build and going back to the networking and the friendships and relationships and um, the things that you create together, it gets harder to see somebody let go and it gets harder to determine if it if you're going to be able to choose between your integrity, your loyalty and what you need for your personal life.
1: It, it is hard. Um, it it gets complicated and it gets messy and i don't know that there's a right answer
0: would it be um yeah i'm not sure there's a a right answer either and i think it goes back to what you said about it really depends on what your home life is like too and if your home life can sustain a hit like that of you not being able to um be in that role that you were in depending on how long it how long you were in the role and if your family has sustained itself on that role for a long period of time. Um, whereas if it was like you've been there for two months, you've been unhappy, like, you know, we see a change, you you've shared like the challenges that you had, it's time for you to go. Um, I think unless it was like a really close friend and then we got a job together or unless it was a family member and we just happened to work for the same company. I don't know that I could give up my role in something that was my career for somebody else, If especially if I don't know the full story. And also, um, I think about what's the reputation, right? All right, so let, let's just bring this up. So there's uh, situations like Weinstein, right? Harvey Weinstein. Entertainment mm-hmm. industry um, has been a producer of – amazing films that have been out and has worked with a wealth of you know talented people and you have people that stood by his side through allegations and people that had like absolutely dismissed him or came out with their own allegations um because you know the door had opened and the conversation had started and and you know it is what it is at this point right and now you have the situation with this famous artist who's into fashion and everything else going all over social media saying xyz um and pretty rough statements that shouldn't be said in public and you had mentioned it earlier as well that they don't think about what about the team that i have built or the employees that are with me that are counting on me to continue this as a brand as a company because this is their livelihood and here i am being reckless with either my behavior or with what I'm saying and not taking care of the brand and the business itself. And we've talked about that a little bit too, about you know your reputation on social media and how do you separate those things because how you feel and how you present yourself, you still want that um, authenticity, but you also have to think about once you create that brand, there's people that are behind you that are supporting you and supporting what you've said. And if what you said doesn't match what your actions are, then everything is lost and so like I think about it if I was part of that fashion journey right and I'm sitting there and I'm like wow I get to pick these pieces for like these models and I'm at New York Fashion Week and then all of a sudden my boss is going and saying all these things on social media and doing these things behind the scenes and going on rants and showing all this and I'm like that doesn't fit in with my values or my culture or whatever you know, at some point I'm going to walk away from it and, and, you know, I'll let you jump in there.
1: <laughs> you, uh, I'm, I'm smiling because it, you and I have this, uh, this joke whenever we were watching a show and we see somebody doing, um, you know, they they might have a racy part, but that's just a cameo oh. <laughs> and we look at each other like, Hey mom, I got a part, <laughs> you know, and, um,
0: let me explain to you what the role is <laughs> and then
1: but then i think about that person who's going to fashion week and going up to their their parents or their cousins or people in their family and then saying hey i got to uh, I, I went to milan i went to paris i went to this place and i did a thing and i'm working for who are you working for mm. and you have to say the name of a person who's controversial like you know people who work for in the film industry, that might work for the uh, the company that uh, Harvey Weinstein built. Same same kind of scenario. Like, what do you? I'm sure there's you know there's there's all sorts under the sun, but that's what you're putting on on people when uh, when you're a leader and you're and you're kind of uh, playing loosey goosey with your reputation.
0: You know, I think one of the things that came to mind and and that kind of spiraled this conversation or the sought for uh, you know, conversation for the podcast is that rappers um PR person immediately quit once they saw what they were the rapper was representing at the fashion show. Um and I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, you, you're the PR person for somebody who's pretty famous, regardless if you're infamous or famous, right? And like your name is gonna be out there because you can do a great job as a PR uh person and like really get a reputation and be able to work anywhere because this is a lot of material to work with and spin right or you can be the PR agent that is fumbling to try to support and get a bad reputation and if you can't support it or justify it in any way and you're like yeah I can't even I I don't know (laughs) like I can't even put this into words I I don't know why they did it or why they're doing it um you know I give that person a lot of respect for stepping out of the role versus trying to spew words to justify it and get a name for themselves. And, you know, that could have been the route that this person took and they chose not to. And yeah, they received flack from the team and everything else for jumping ship when things got tough. But there's a point where a company can make things tough or a leader can make things tough and it doesn't have to be. Or things are tough because all parties involved made it tough. And Again, I just don't think people have enough information of all the sides to make that happen. Now, going back to the news anchor story, if he had this tight connection with with his friends, you know, um, after she left the organization, she was able to say, you know, like, hey, it's OK. Like, this is the business. This is the way it is. And he's, you know, telling her the night before he makes this uh, grandiose gesture like, no, it's not fair. They should have hate you with the send off. And she says okay well what do you think we should do about it and he says i'm going to do this tomorrow and she says don't worry i got you i'll get you a spot at my station you know that's a different story i think there's a camaraderie there um where it's a give and take and she's not telling him or egging him on that he has to do anything but she's like if that's going to make you feel better you know thank you for that and let me see what i could do for you at the news station so that you're taken care of and so he was prepared for all this that's one thing but if you're not prepared to give up everything based on what your emotions are in that moment without having all the information. I think that uh, maybe you should start to rethink things and who you're doing things for and why you're doing them. Because ultimately, like, what did that do for her?
1: If anything, it probably distracted from what could have been a, you know, like a celebration. It took attention away. Um, I think about... um, the uh now you and I have different tastes when it comes to pop culture but I think I, I like I follow video games and there's a, a direct a video game director named Hideo Kojima who played for or played who worked for um a company and he was unceremoniously kicked out. Um I mean it was it was very embarrassing. But he did not like he left with dignity. He didn't like make a big fuss the people around him didn't make a lot of noise and to this day people look at him like like on a pedestal and the company that kicked him out is still kind of a pariah in the industry and so in a way if i think about the this news cat this news anchor um it could have been the same scenario where people you know she's been giving people local people the news for 25 years and when she leaves they just kind of read off a thing and the people around are like that's all you're gonna do like they made have might have had the same reaction except that now there's this cloud over it
0: well now that sparked like a whole bunch of things for me because the first thing that comes to mind about um the uh, video game scenario that you gave is both parties left in a classy way like they they separated their relationship or whatnot but who knows if there was an nda or money that was given for the severance right and even with her who knows if she had an extended contract and she was paid the difference and had to sign an nda and that's why they moved things on i mean they could have ended it the way that it was and then had a wild party and, you know, posted a TikTok video and stuff on social media on their send off and it would have been fine. Um, you know, because sometimes that's where you get the news anyway is seeing it after the fact. Um, but then going back to what I shared before is that before you act out in that moment, you know, are you doing it to put the attention back on you in that you're like, you know, this, this knight in shining armor, that's going to save your friend and stick up in their defense. And, you know, I'm going to save their reputation and this is just not fair. And this is injustice. And you're hoping that it's going to like shine a light on the injustice in the, in the news anchor industry or like your business or like, what's the intention behind it? Like I said, because she was already leaving. So you know, I I think that she should have been partnered in because, like you said, that that almost gives a little bit of a taint to her reputation. in In that it was um, overshadowed a little bit by him. In that sense, like the public could have made their own opinions on, like, hey, why wasn't there a send off? And like usually, they're very vocal about that. You know, yeah. you, like I think about Taylor Swift fans and like Beyonce fans of like the <laughs> Beehive and you know, all that stuff and how they'll go after people that say, like, I didn't like Beyonce's hair in this. You what? And, you know, just go after it. Um, And then and
1: people are really loyal to their news anchors.
0: Yes, absolutely. You know, you have a routine, you wake up, you have your coffee, you have your breakfast, you get the kids ready for school and you have the news on in the background. Here's the other thing, though. So let's let's flip the script a little bit. What about the person leaving? Right. So if I've been with a a place for a long period of time and I le- get let go um, for no behavior on my behalf, other than maybe I have another opportunity, but I'm staying for like two weeks to work out my two weeks or you know whatever the norm is for that point. I think I would feel slightly jaded and pissed off if there's not one person that's upset about me leaving. Hey, that gives me uh, cause to think okay, was I like that horrible to work with them? Not one person is like really upset. Like I get it if people are happy for somebody moving on and, and moving up in the world. Like that's one thing, right? But if I'm terminated prior to my notice and not one person is like taking up for me or saying something after years where I've done stuff for people or gone above and beyond or things like that, I'm probably going to be jaded going into the next the step of my career because it's going to make me think don't go above and beyond too much because you've already seen what that does for you nothing other than you know in the moment it might have made you feel good but at the end of the day no one's really gonna remember it or or care you know when it comes time for you being under the fire or in the fire
1: so two things the first one is for for her she already got her reward she's moving on to a right, to a right. better place yep. so, agreed so it that feeling is really more like a personal kind of emotional thing
0: because it was her choice
1: yeah um, but the second thing is in a case of um, people I guess being sad about you leaving or really you know we're gonna miss you kind of thing and I guess you can answer this. I, I, I have my own answer, but <clears throat> do you prefer when people do that publicly? Or would you have preferred um or would you prefer in that scenario that people just kind of call you privately and say, Hey, I'm sad to see you go, etc. No, et cetera. you know,
0: I um you know, there's been different scenarios where I've left organizations and I've been blessed that, uh, you know, when I've given notice or, or left for the majority of those organizations, it, it hasn't been negative, you know, and I still have relationships with the, uh, a lot of people going back to prior to the 2000 starting, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> Um, You know, which I think is pretty cool that I stay in touch with those people. And, um, you know, it's not just like we're linked in on on social media, like we actually have conversations and things like that. Um, where it gets weird for me is where I've left a business and, you know, there's like a little bit of a lull and then the phone calls start because people either want to find out things that I couldn't share before and try to like dig deep to get like oh, yeah, let's gossip and talk bad about the business and get the, the gossip on everybody. So maybe they're still with the organization and they want, like, advice on how to deal with people because I have no reason not to, you know, dish things out according to, like, their mindset. Or um, they want to find out what happened to me and, like, why I was, like, more the gossipy piece than actually legitimately, like, hey, how are you? Like, what do you need? Or, you know, was this... Your decision? Are you good? Like not even just like a, a surface level checking in. Um, those conversations are weird. It's always weird when it's intimate and, and you're in the spotlight and, and people are saying goodbye to you. You know, I'd rather just like not. And that's just more of a selfish reason because I get emotional, um, you know, and, you know, sometimes it's one of those things of, you know, I one of my mentors used to say, too, is like every time. We would have, like, I would do a, uh, a facilitation or a training or even just like uh, speaking in front of a room. And afterwards, I would have that doubt in my mind, you know, whether it's imposter syndrome or just overthinking a situation or like one word that I said, or did the group walk away feeling bored or feeling good about things? She would say to me, Listen, did you leave it all on the table? Did you give it your all? Do you feel like you gave them a present and tied it up with a nice little? bow at the top and um you could walk away and pass the torch to the next person to do the same and you know just feel good about it and when i think about the whole situation or my whole legacy in in one of those roles or in any of those experiences yeah i can say that i i did and then the emotion you know is is brought back to like a neutral position and you know that's just part of i think business is that you're not meant to be there always and forever. And, um, I think how you feel about it, if you're the person walking away, there's a reason why you're walking away. Right. And you got to remember what that moment was. Um, but if you're the person next to the person walking away, you got to think about, hold on, what's my journey in this? Cause I think often we put people before us and that's what can hinder us in our decision-making, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's our career or whether our, it's our coworkers, um, we forget to put ourselves first and ultimately that's who you're stuck with at the end of the day. So the decisions that you make have to be made to be good for you and what you're going to do for the future you. And if it aligns with your values and with your integrity and what you plan on doing moving forward so that you can put your head down at the end of the night feeling good, then that's the decision you move forward with because somebody else's journey is not necessarily the same journey you'll go backpacking with.
1: We have a website. So um, we mentioned it last week and we do really want you guys to go down there uh, to tiffanyrufino.com and let us know what you thought of the episode. Give us feedback. Um, Tell us your stories. Tell us um, stories of Where you've been in that scenario at work where you've had to make a decision between your integrity and your career. Um,
0: And don't forget to like, subscribe and share on any podcast platform that you listen to us on. Thank you for hanging out with us and we'll be back next Tuesday.